good morning, and thanks for tuning in to this episode of Mornings with Monette. I'm just so glad you're here. I'm going to continue my series on marriage. I feel as strongly about this topic as when I put out the first episode of this series. And I still feel that you personally can make the difference in your marriage. I've been thinking about this idea lately, the idea of fear and how fear is destroying all that your marriage could be. And then I got to thinking about the foundation of how a marriage gets built. When we first get married, we have all these beautiful expectations. We are in love. We can't see the faults of our future spouse, and they can't see ours. We then make this lifelong commitment to be married to this person for the rest of our life. And so marriage begins. Reality is, is we really don't know this person. Even if we dated for quite a while, even if we went through some premarital counseling, I don't know if you did premarital counseling and you answered all those questions in those workbooks. <laughs> we were answering those when we were in a state of bliss. We were about to get married. And for me, I think it'd be really funny if I could find that workbook that I filled out, the, the, the way I answered those questions, I probably would laugh now because I wasn't coming from a place of probably reality. I was coming from a place of being in love. He could do no wrong. We had this life ahead of us. You know what I'm talking about. Because you really had no idea what marriage was going to be. So I'm just setting this up, setting the stage. Because as I've said in so many of my episodes on marriage, marriage is actually bringing two selfish, sinful people into a commitment to each other to spend the rest of their lives figuring out how to be married. I mean, some have done it better than others, and I don't know, a lot of people have quit along the way. But what most of us don't acknowledge is that God created marriage and has the answers to marriage. But for the most part, people like my, even including myself, decided we can make our marriages work in our own strength. I don't know, does that sound familiar for you? Does this sound like your situation? Maybe you did some marriage retreats. Maybe you read some marriage books. But basically when we did those marriage retreats, they were great maybe for the weekend. But I'll tell you honestly, for me, that's when my husband and I had some of our hugest fights. <laughs> we were just answering those questions and you'd go off in this little time to be by yourselves. And I mean, those were pretty explosive times. Because I still feel in those moments, we were in the flesh. We were just given the best answer we knew how to give, given our, our backgrounds and our past experience, which we had none. And I'm not saying that those retreats were bad. I probably learned some things, but over time, we probably went back to our basic ways of just trying to figure out how to be married and how to be ha happily married by trial and error. I don't know, does all of this kind of sound familiar? So I've been thinking lately about the main thing that just about destroyed my own marriage. And now I can see, I can see this area so clearly that it doesn't have the same stronghold in my marriage. One of the biggest things was not understanding how powerful fear is. I want you to really lean in, into this topic today. 
I believe that when two people get married, down deep in each one of them is a lot of fear. I believe they want to be married. That's why they make the the decision. But below the surface, each one of them is bringing in their own set of fears. I believe this is real. Because I want want you to think back to where you were when you first met your spouse and you got married. Did you bring any fear into the marriage? I bet you did. And I bet if you look back on some of your strongest conflicts you've had with your, your spouse through the years, there's a lower level of fear in those conflicts. And the worse the fights were, probably the stronger the fear was underneath all of it. So if you peel back all those layers, fear is the culprit. I don't know, even figuring out the simplest tasks when we first got married, like whose responsibility each person or what responsibility each person takes on. You know, but each person, I believe down deep, doesn't want to be taken advantage of. There's a level of fear there, even behind these little minuscule decisions. Um, the, the fear is basically we don't want to be taken advantage of. I mean, nobody wants to be taken advantage of. Think back about the money issues you've had throughout your marriage. Fear is behind all of them. The parenting issues that you probably experienced or you're experiencing right now, fear is a huge factor of how you communicate about even parenting, right? I mean, how you communicate with your spouse. There is a level of fear, even in in the littlest, smallest decisions that you make together. What about your physical relationship? There is a level of fear even in that area of your marriage. I guarantee you. Think about the church you attend or you don't attend anymore. There's a level of fear involved in that decision. I believe deep down, every single one of us want to do things right. We have the fear of doing things wrong. We have a deep-seated fear that we don't want to let our spouse down. Or maybe at other times in our marriage, we fear that if they win that argument, we're going to lose some ground in our marriage. We're going to lose some of our independence or we're losing ourselves. We're going to lose our voice. So we scream louder or we stomp harder or we create even more distance in our marriage because fear is the bottom line culprit. When we really dive deep into this thought of how powerful the emotion of fear is, we can see it is at the root of most of the problems we have in our relationship, whatever the problem is. And the worst part is we don't want to admit it. Not not the husband doesn't want to admit it. The wife doesn't want to admit it. I mean, think about it. Who wants to admit that they have fear? Somehow, we feel, if we admit we have fears, even to ourselves, we feel like we might lose the edge. We see it as a weakness. We see, we think we can get stronger and stronger in our opinions, and we hold on to these ideas that we're right, and that the other person is wrong, that that somehow is protecting ourselves. And not recognizing that we have these deep-seated fears is the very thing keeping intimacy out of our marriage. I'm going to repeat that. It's that important. Recognizing that we have these deep-seated fears 
It's the very thing keeping intimacy out of our marriage. I'm telling you this. If you can recognize this in yourself, this will cause the biggest breakthrough you will have with your spouse. It's fear. It's huge. Our biggest fear, if we really admit it, we want to be loved. And we want to do things right. That's this core part of us. We want to be loved. And when the issues of marriage come up, we have all these behaviors that we rely on to safeguard ourselves. And we don't even realize that fear is the center of all of it. So what's this bringing up for you? Are you tracking with me? Are you following with me here? Are you seeing it in yourself? I've been telling you this about changing, that this podcast series is not about changing your husband. This is about taking that real hard look at ourselves. Some of the most destructive things we are doing in our marriage that we are doing constantly in protecting ourselves, the really bottom line of all of it is based on fear. So I'm going to share a quick story. Before I got, and this is kind of being vulnerable, but I'm trying to be honest with you here because I never want to come across like I have everything figured out, that I haven't had any hardship or any struggles. Before I got married, I was living in Dallas and I had a very successful career. I was making great money. I was in commercial real estate in the 80s and the market was falling apart, but I landed this really great job. But I was in a relationship that didn't work out. And I had a baby out of wedlock. This was the hardest period of my life. I was so scared. Talk about fear being the strongest emotion that I had. Fear of how am I going to do this by myself? How am I going to raise a baby by myself? Who's going to marry somebody that has a baby? All of it so fear-based. But I want to tell you, What I learned during that period of time in my life, one, I loved that baby girl with all my heart. It was the best thing that ever happened to me, but it was also the most fearful time of my life. So many unanswered questions, so much uncertainty. I didn't know what was going to happen. So you know what I had to do? I had to die of self. I had to drop all my self-protective armor that I had on. I had to go to my knees. I had to depend solely on who I was in Christ. This is probably when I began my morning routine of reading and studying the Bible every morning and prayer. During this time of my life, it was the closest I have ever felt to the Lord because He was all I had. I was a single mom going to raise a baby by myself. I was so scared. But you know who brought me through that? The Lord did because I was dying of self. I had to rely on Him, on His truths, on His hope, on His encouragement. I did surround myself with a lot of godly people during that time. But it was me and the Lord. That's how I got through it. I had to quit trying to do stuff in my own strength. I had to rely on the Lord. It was, I experienced, 
Like they say, the peace that passes all understanding. I What's that scripture? It's in Philippians um, where the, what is it? It's Philippians 4, 7. Out of the NIV, here it is. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That scripture was what got me through that period of time in my life. God took care of me. Everything worked out. I married my husband. I had two more children. I've been married 30 plus years now. But during that period of time of my life was the most difficult time I can ever remember. But it was also the time I was closest to the Lord. And when I reached that place within my marriage where I knew I could no longer do it in my own strength, that I had to again come to the cross, I had to again give up all my, doing it in my own strength, trying to figure this marriage thing out. Yeah, we were doing fine, but I I wasn't experiencing the love of God that we all have available. And that's why I'm so passionate to talk about this topic of marriage is because I've been exactly where you are, feeling exactly the way you're feeling. And the answer was dying of self, coming to the Lord with my fears, with trust and surrender. I'm telling you, as I create these podcast episodes, God is revealing to me when he came to my rescue. And you know when he came to my rescue? When I quit doing it in my own strength. When I realized that my worth came from him. These fears were not fears that he was giving me. These are the fears that the world gives you, that Satan gives you, that you're not good enough, that you've got to figure this out in your own strength, that the stronger you get and the more independent you become and the more you protect your feelings and you take care of yourself and you do this self-love, those are all lies. The true answer is when we surrender and trust and we take those fears, once we acknowledge that that's the root of all these decisions we're making, they're based on fear and fear doesn't come from the Lord. They're the world's answer. That's how they get you to buy all these things and be all the, you know, strive for all these material things, that that's going to somehow take care of this deep down fear you have of not being enough. The only place you're going to get that need met is in the Lord. And once you go to him and you surrender and on a daily basis, you get into his word and you read and study his word, you go to him in prayer, you attend a church, you surround yourself with other believers. That's when God will bring you to this place of the peace that passes all understanding and you can have that in your marriage, even in the, in, the, in the biggest conflicts. When you realize that fear is the base of all of those conflicts, but God came to overcome fear. That is not from him. Anyway, I'm excited about this one, guys. I hope you take this to heart. I hope you get out that journal and you write down what came to mind for you. All those things that you are fearing and you lay them at the cross God has the answers for you, and it's in Scripture. He created marriage. He created the answers to that thriving, loving, passionate marriage that you truly want. 
that's where you're going to find the answers. I'm just here as a messenger sharing with you some of my own personal stories. I'm wanting to awaken in you the desire to get back to the Lord. Get back to that time when you remember when you needed him the most. Well, right now, wherever you are in your marriage, you want a thriving, passionate, loving marriage. Get back into the word. Get back into prayer. Surrender this self-protection that you can figure this out. All this worldly advice you're getting, it's not the right answer. I am telling you, with fear being the problem, the answer is getting out of the flesh and into the word and dying of self, forgiving your spouse, forgiving yourself, and having a marriage that God wants you to have, which is that thriving, loving, passionate marriage. Okay, I'm going to start winding down on this one. I I had written a lot of things down. I'm going off script because this is what the Lord has put on my heart. And I hope it helps you today. If you're finding my episodes helpful, share my episodes with a friend who may be struggling or who's not struggling, who may be thinking about getting married and build their marriage on the right basis. Okay. I appreciate you for listening. I'm going to start winding down. Journal on this idea. Pray about it. See what the Lord has for you. All right. I'm going to leave you like I always leave you. Have you tried this yet? Monette. I can't wait to see you in next week's episode of Mornings with Monette.